Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to the Forbes Factor. It is an amazing Wednesday, and I've got some great guests today to share with you. You know, I have been focusing on the concept of getting what you want. So here's my latest theory, the whole thing about getting what you want. You know, there's a food company uh, called Grubhub. Not that I'm promoting them, but I do use them often because I don't cook that much. Uh Um, And by the way, we're also doing this Facebook Live, so if you want to watch and see at the same time, please ask questions, chime in. But how do you get what you want? It's really simple. You actually ask for what you want. So say you call up this food company, you're like, hey, you know what? I'm really hungry. I'd like some food. They're like, okay, ma'am, what would you like? You want Chinese food? You want French food? No, no, I'm hungry. Okay, but we have to deliver something. What could it be? You're like, I don't know. How about a salad? Then they're like, okay, ma'am, what kind of salad? And you're like, I don't know. Do I want romaine? Do Do you hear how frustrating this is? That's how the universe is when it hears you and you're not very clear. Now I pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, guys, I want a Caesar salad. I want dressing on the side, no croutons, maybe some grilled chicken, and no anchovies. You know what comes to your door? A Caesar salad with dressing on the side, no croutons, grilled chicken, and no anchovies. You get exactly what you want. So how many of you have the courage to ask for what you want? All right, my first guest is Mr. Daniel Alonzo. Alonzo, sorry. I'm, I'm, I want my glasses back on. Daniel Alonzo. And now from a very early age, he told, he told the university he wanted to be somebody. Now, there's a very famous line in a, um, in a play that I once did that was a character who said, all my life I wanted to be somebody. Now I see I should have been more specific. So Daniel actually was very specific, and growing up he had a passion for baseball and for art, but those did not remain what he wanted to do after college. In college I wanted to be an actress, or I wanted to be a lawyer. Uh, At least I think my parents paid for me to go be a lawyer. What I wanted to be was an actress, and I didn't really decide that to the last minute. I pissed everybody off, but I went off and pursued that and became an amazing, you know, an amazing career. So Daniel has this idea about how you can become financially independent and have passive income. Raise your hand if you think that's a good idea. You all, everybody just, I just saw millions of people go, oh yeah, I want that. So please welcome to the show, Mr. Daniel Alonzo. Well, hello, 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 Forbes. I'm so excited to be with you today. Yeah. And, uh, And thank you for having me on. Well, I got to tell you, you have an amazing story of how by the age of 35, you're making millions of dollars a year, but you don't come from money. I want to share with my audience, how do you do that? <laughs> well, look, I mean, I, I actually, uh, I started in business at 21. Uh, I was, I actually saved my uh, first million dollars in cash by the time I was 28. So believe it or not, so it's way before I was 35. So at 28 years old, I basically was completely financially independent, you know, at least at that point, I, I felt I was uh, well enough taken care of financially to never have to work again. So, you know, to me, when I, and, and by the way, I, I kind of been watching some of your stuff and, and I'm going to give you a real quick story because you might know who, you know, really who I am. Um, I was at the 10X uh, conference and I was standing while you were cleaning up uh, at, after the, the entire event, and I was standing there, and and I was kind of looking around. I was waiting for a couple of friends that we were going to actually leave. And uh, this is so cool because you, you actually grabbed me and you pulled me back, and you, and we took a selfie together. So I actually have the selfie of me and you after the the 10x conference. But it's such a cool thing, though, is, is that you, there was nobody there, and you grabbed me. And I, just, I thought that was so cool, and I just I wanted to say that to you because um, let me tell you something. I mean, I, I've been around a lot of successful people over the last 20 years that I've been in business, and, uh, and, and you were just one of the nicest, most friendly people I've ever met in my life for that little 30 seconds. I never met you before in my life, and that was really cool. So I, I wanted to mention that real quick. But anyway, look. I, I, I started in business. Look, I never sold anything in my life. I never did anything 
you know, never led anything. I never built anything. I wasn't, I, I, matter of fact, I, I was, I was going to college part-time playing baseball and, uh, hurt my knee real bad. Uh, and the only reason why I was going to college was I hated school. Only reason why I was going to college was because I wanted to play baseball. I wanted to play sports and, uh, hurt my knee real, real bad, and I was done. I mean, I was depressed. I was, you know, not going in the right direction, hanging out with the wrong people. And then all of a sudden, a buddy of mine said, hey, man, you might be good in financial services. You might be good at this thing. And so, you know, lo and behold, I, I you know, got started, got all life, you know, got all my licensing done, and, and I, I just literally, I mean, never looked back. Seven years later, I'd saved my first million dollars, invested my money right, lived below my means, you know, made good financial choices. I mean, I was, I was making $300,000 a year, and I was driving a $10,000 maxima. I mean, I really, really managed my situation right because I just wanted freedom. I wanted freedom. I wanted freedom, choices, options in my life. I didn't want to have to work for the rest of my life. I wanted to be financially free. That was my goal. That was my focus. Um, I, 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 I want to say one other thing real quick, uh, Forbes. You know, I believe in the law of attraction. I believe that whatever you think about with courage, passion, focus, intensity, uh, and, and most importantly, determination will ultimately become your reality. And so I stuck to that. I wrote down a hundred goals for a lifetime. Uh, and I was very, very specific. I knew exactly what I wanted. I was very coachable. I followed the system. I followed the game plan. I followed the process and then I duplicated my process. And, um, and, and that's how we did it in a, in a nutshell. Okay. Well, all right. So let's start out. Number one, you have to breathe more because I was going to jump in and thank you for the 10 X, um, the, what you said was very sweet. So for my audience who doesn't know what what this conference was, I'm going to ask you to look this up. I actually have some amazing video. I had an opportunity to speak in front of 9,000 people, uh, the biggest audience I've ever had uh, to speak in front of, and it was an amazing experience. It was good and bad at the same time. Uh, I learned that you really have to understand your audience. Did you actually watch my speech, by the way? I, I caught the tail end of it, so I really didn't know who you were when I was there. So, yeah, it was a little frustrating. They um, they did not schedule any lunchtime, and they put certain speakers Correct. on actually at lunchtime, which I thought was an odd an odd thing to do. Yep, uh, that but that's just me. Stuff. I still want to thank you know Grant Cardone and all the people who made that happen. But I love the fact that you had that exchange with me. For me personally, one of the things that if you know me. You know, we, we play this game. If people really knew me, they'd be surprised to know that I am not intimidating, that I'm one of the friendliest, most gracious, engaging people, because I grew up feeling like an outcast. And any chance that I can to include somebody and make them feel special, that just touches the little girl in me and makes me feel like I did my job on this planet. Because uh, for so long, as an introvert, watching other people and thinking everyone was better or I didn't have enough money, which we didn't have growing up, that made me feel less than. So I actually go out of my way to find people who are literally standing outside the in-group or just kind of watching or waiting for the celebrity to take a moment. And one of the events that I had a chance to do, even 10X, I stood there for seven hours a day and signed autographs and hugged and took pictures with people because where else would I want to be rather than give back to people who are your fans? You know, when I, I remember very clearly there was a celebrity, I won't say who it was, I was a little girl and I waited in line to sign my album. It was a singer. And I waited, it must have been an hour. I was one person away and they said, okay, we're not doing anymore. And the celebrity, I, walked, I saw him walk away and I was, I was heartbroken. And I must have said to myself, if I ever have a chance to do that for somebody else, I'm going to stand there. Well, unfortunately, that means that my back's going to kill me. And I had a line out the door at one of my events. I stood there for three and a half consecutive hours, never took a break. At 10X, I was there for seven hours for three days. So the fact that you're one of those people that not only did I touch, but it, it was memorable enough that you said something to me is, is like the universe saying thank you, Forbes Riley. So I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. So now let's get back to how you made your money because – one of the things I talk about is pitching and how to be very clear to other people. And I didn't, I, I heard words that you said, but I didn't clearly understand how I could un get better doing what you did. So could you drill down one step deeper? We got that you're wildly successful. 
Help me as an entrepreneur, my audience listening to you that dream about having money, have no idea, no system, are working nine to five, they've got kids at home, they have a second job, their life sucks, they don't go on vacation, and they're like, wait a second, this guy did it, please give me some insight so my life could be a bit easier, what would that be? Well, I think number one, you have to be in the right business. I think the challenge with a lot of people is they're in the wrong businesses. They don't, they're not a part of businesses that allow them to generate lots and lots of income. Uh, you know, you have somebody sitting at home and, you know, they, they're, they're uh, at a job or they're working a job, a nine to five job. The challenge is when you're just working nine to five, you're only one person. You, and, and if you're not selling a product, a lot of people get intimidated by sales. But the truth is the sales business is the most lucrative business to be in. There's a lot of things to sell. But you have to be in a business that can sell things, you can sell something, you can sell a product, you can sell a service. And so there's, so that's number one, is you've got to find the business, whether it's real estate, whether it's financial services, whether it's inventing something, whether it's, uh, you know, a multi-level marketing business or direct marketing business or something like that. You have to find a company, a business that allows you to build massive passive income. So how do we do that? Well, there's a lot of different places that you can go. There's, there's groups. There's, uh, you know, you can Google, how do I start an online business? How do I start a, a, a direct marketing business? There are lots. So find out what you're, what you're good at. I always believe in people, uh, you know, focusing on their strengths. So what are you good at? And then try to find a business that allows you to sell that product or sell that service. So that's number one. Um, and then, and then once you find the business, you have to dive into the process of that business. I believe everything has to do with process duplication and then selling a vision. So, so the process is really how to become successful in that business. Now, I was lucky because I was in a, in a business, in a company where there were a lot of other people that were also, or that were very, very successful. And so what I did was I, I actually followed the process. I followed what they were telling me to do. A lot of times what I see people do is they, they become ask holes. Okay. You've ever heard of that before. It just basically means that people, they ask lots of questions, but they do not follow the process. They do not follow the things that they're supposed to do. So I really, really followed the process. And I, I, was, I came from sports, uh, Forbes, and so I was very coachable. I knew what it was like to be on a team and to, you know, to follow. So anyways, that, that, was, that was step number one for me. Well, so I'm going to reiterate, hey, and while you took a breath, I'm going to give you some good breaths. I ask great questions. Okay, I need you to hear what he said, and I'm going to put these, this in my notes for this show, is that Usually when a business is doing well, they have created a system. And this is interesting because I'll have people come in, even when you sell a spin gym. Have you seen my fitness product, by the way? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So there is a system that we created to sell it. It works every single time. I watch people come in and they obviously know better and they'll do their own thing and it doesn't work. And they go, well, this must not work. I'm like, no, no, follow the system. If it's not broke, don't fix it. So is that what you're saying? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, that, that is the worst challenge that I see. I mean, again, I, I've spoken in front of over 300,000 people. I've, I've trained. I have 41 locations today. We have 1,500 licensed agents, or, or, excuse me, 1,400 licensed agents uh, in our organization today. Um, I have trained hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, I mean, our organization, I think we have over $7 billion in uh, in, in life insurance, uh, face amount under, uh, under management right now. We have over $150 million in assets under management right now. And, and so I've, I've gone through countless amounts of people teaching and training them on a personal level. And it is miraculous to me. It is mind boggling to me, Forbes, the fact that, uh, people just have such a hard time following direction. And, and I believe that it's, it 100% boils down to ego. Um, and ego, I always say, ego keeps you broke. Your ego, if you don't get it under control, it will keep you broke. And so, that's, uh, so I see that every day. 
I love that is your ego because I, you know, you have to submit to a process. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said that you were on a team because if you're on a team, odds are you've had a coach, odds are you've been pushed beyond where you think you could go. You know, one of the, um, one of the videos that we play in my Forbes Factor coming up this weekend is from a movie called Face the Giant, where you watch this young football player get pushed and pushed and pushed way beyond where he thought he would go. In life, we don't like to be pushed. We don't, and we don't take coaching very well. We think we know it all. Um, or if you're a 15 year old, you know it all. <laughs> Sorry, that's my kids. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> but the truth is, if you are willing to be pushed, I was a professional dancer. And I will tell you, part of what they did was, depending on who the choreographer was or my teacher, they would, they would knock you down and you had nothing and then build you up. And if you're willing to do that process, you became a star. If you weren't, you became as average as you could have ever been. Right. Interesting. Totally. Okay. I mean, so it, part it, about look, it, it boils down, uh, Forbes, just, just real quickly. I mean, it boils down uh, to you submitting to a, and I call it our process, and once you do that, once you figure that out, that part out, then you become a master of that process. And the quicker you master that process, the quicker you start succeeding. All right. So, uh, number one, you're in a specific company. Do you think that it's about the company that you're in? And should people know about that? Or should they know about how to master any process for any company that they love? I think, it's, I think anybody can win it any, with any company. If they master the process, because again, and and you said this, and that was well said, that every company has had somebody that's had success in it, if they're a successful company, obviously, but they've had success. Somebody's already made it. They've already done it. In In your company, you already have a process that you know works. Why fight that process? For some reason, I came in, I was young. Look, I was... And again, I say, when, when I say I'm lucky, I don't mean, I mean, I've worked hard. I mean, obviously, you know, working hard made me luckier, but I felt, I feel really lucky that when I came in, right, and I tell people this all the time, and I was so dumb, I believed everything they told me. I believed that when they, you know, I don't have a high IQ, I'm not a college graduate, I'm, you know, I, I didn't, you know, school was not something that I loved. So for some reason, though, I looked at these really successful people and I said, well, the, the only difference between them and me is the fact that they've been doing this longer. That's it. Like, I didn't feel like they were better than me. I didn't feel like that they were, you know, that much, you know, like a greater person than I was. They were a human being. They put on their pants just like I put on my pants. If I can figure out what the hell they know, then I can do and get what they have. So I figured that out. So, so whether it be any business in the world. Find somebody in your wheelhouse. Find somebody that, 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 you know, you can model after. I mean, a big inspiration to me through the years. I mean, I was, again, I had a really, a really, really successful second aunt in my family. She was the most successful person in our family. She did real estate. She was very, very successful. Matter of fact, she reminds me. Uh, or you remind me of her big time. I mean, oh. you guys would actually get along. Oh my God. Her name's Marty Rodriguez. I'm going to throw her name out there. Cause she's, she's, I mean, I love her to death. And, but if you ever get a chance, check her out. She's, she was all in the nineties. She was one of the number one salespeople for, for century 21. She is a beast of a salesperson, but I went to go see her because I, I figured I'm going to talk to the most successful person that I know. And I'm going to find out what she you know, what information she can give me about what I'm, this new venture that I'm going into. So I'm 21 years old. I meet her at 1130 at night somewhere to have dinner. And she tells me, go for it. Do it. It's amazing. I and mean, isn't it crazy Forbes that like we got, you know, loser people out there that they try to kill your dreams every day. Haters out there, they try to kill your dreams every day. But yet successful people hang around successful people. Most of us, are, we're positive. We're excited. We're motivated. We want to do something. Like we're going to try to push you up to have a better life. And so I figured I'm going to go hang out with those people. First thing she did, she takes me to an Anthony Robbins uh, in, uh, uh, seminar. And, and, uh, and of course, I, she was actually in one of his infomercials in the 90s. And it was absolutely life-changing for me because I started to figure out that you need to model successful people. If you want more success in your life, you need to model. That's why I believe it can work in any business. Got it. Hey, you know what? We need to run off to a break. You have been incredibly informative. 
uh, and fun. I, I got to tell you, you just, I also want to talk when we come back about mindset, about how that influences. Um, so don't go away. We're running a little bit over. I want to give a shout out to all my sponsors. You're listening to Forbes Factor right here. And I'm Forbes Riley. Don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Yes, here's Forbes Riley. I think you're watching us today. We are live. So I'm live on Skype. We're talking to Daniel Alonzo. I'm live on Facebook talking to all my friends. Hey, Jeremiah. And and Megan and all my amazing people around the world who tune in to me all the time. We're working on having a regular broadcast on Facebook, but right now it's whenever. Um, to Daniel. Daniel is a man who's conquered the money machine. He's understood at a very young age how to make money, how to create teams, and how to have true success. He's willing to share that with us. Dan, you have a book coming out. Tell me about it. Well, I mean, it's, uh, we're, we're working on it right now. It's all in the works, and we're excited about it. I I just did a uh, an online. Uh, I just filmed an online course last week. We're out in New York, and uh, very excited about that. It's all. It all has to do with creating your wealth on the beach. And what really, what wealth wait, wait, on the beach? Creating your wealth means, on the beach. I like that. I want to be sitting on the beach. Yeah, and be, yes, yes. It, it really is based on really creating what your wealth is. All right. I want, we all want, we all want that. We want to be able to be wealthy. Do I have to have my computer on the beach or can I just have be naked at a nude beach? Literally. I mean, you know, when you, when you follow a process, you master it and then you duplicate it. You got to learn how to duplicate that process, whatever process that is, that's what's going to generate the massive passive income so that you can get free. We all want freedom, choices, and options. I know we all do, man, because every one of us, so it doesn't mean, look, if you, don't, if you don't like the beach, who cares? It, it doesn't matter. It, the beach has nothing to do with it. What, 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 <laughs> what wealth on the beach means, Forbes, is that you can call the shots in your life. If you like the mountains, then it's wealth on the mountains. If you like the, 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 you know, traveling the world, then it's wealth and traveling the world. Whatever it is that you want, you can get it. When you master a process, you duplicate that and you sell a vision and a dream. So. Did, you miss, did you miss my joke about being wealthy on a nude beach? You just went right uh, over I, there. I missed it. I totally missed it. I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this show is all about health, wealth, and fun. You can't leave out the fun and happiness. I'm wealthy on Love a nude it. beach. Just so you guys know, I want to wear no clothes and have no cares, no pockets for cell phones, no keys, no credit card. It's just me, the sand, the water, and yeah, whatever, whoever's there with me. I'm just kidding. Love it. All right. So, uh, so I, get, I get what you're saying. Um, your course, what did your course focus on? So we, we basically go through how to build a process and then how to, and, and really duplication has to do with you building a team of people. 
because you, you're never going to become financially independent without building a, a team of, of real leaders. So we teach a lot about leadership, a lot about how to, uh, you know, how to sell, how to close, how to get people to say yes, how to overcome objections. Uh, we, we, we also focus on how to sell a vision, how to paint a picture for people so they can feel and see how and why they, they want to come with you on this journey because you can't do it alone. No, you can't. And that was probably the biggest thing that I learned um, throughout life. As an actress, I was very happy to just show up and be part of somebody's team, but I didn't have my own team. And through the years, the biggest lessons I've learned are one, ask for help. I grew up thinking that if you ask for help, that must mean that you're weak. And so I could do it all on my own. And I found out what that does is end you with an ulcer in the hospital. And I've got a guest coming on next week to talk about that, how stress will absolutely kill you. So you are completely right. I love that you're a very smart, focused young man. You have a family. Tell me about them. I have a beautiful, beautiful wife. Um, We've been together for over 27 years. Uh, We've been married for 18 and uh, we're high school sweethearts, and uh, I'm just, I'm so proud of her. I mean, she, I mean, she's the perfect example of somebody that, you know, started as a very uh, shy, introverted, I mean, you know, really kind of scared person. I mean, a lot of our friends growing up, she, uh, you know, they thought she was stuck up because she would never talk. She'd never talk to anybody. And now she asks questions. She's a great, you know, relationship builder. And not to mention, Forbes, she just spoke this last year in front of over 50,000 people. And so what, a, what an inspiring story she has. So I'm just really proud of her. Uh, I got two kids. I got a 16-year-old, a little stud, uh, champion, and, uh, and my daughter, a little soccer player, man. She's, she's a total winner. I love, I love being, honestly, like I, I whisper in her ear at night, I go, I love being your dad. I, I, I feel lucky that I get to be your dad. And it's just, I love being a father. I love being a dad. And I love that I have the freedom to spend a ton of time with them. Oh, you know what? I I think the reason that you're successful, my friend, is that you have the most amazing mindset. And I will tell you guys that it is so much more about your attitude and you needed to hear that. So all the things that you've got successful in all your systems, all that is great. But if you don't think and communicate the way that you do, I hear it in your voice, I hear it in your messaging, and I'm doing a Forbes Factor this weekend, and we actually take people through massive breakthroughs because so many people have ideas that they'd love to execute, but even listening to you, and some of my Facebook Lives, Charlotte Casey just reached out from Arizona, he said, love a man that praises his family, that's so beautiful. So you, my friend, have been a blessing to us today, and we will look forward to you. Give me a website or give me something where we can stay in touch with you. Well, uh, everybody can check me out at Daniel Alonzo. You, you, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook, uh, every other place, Snapchat, all that good stuff. But, you know, one thing I just want to real quick, just let everybody know that if you reach out to me on Instagram, you will get a message back. If you ask me a question, I get back to you. I, I like every single comment. I get back with every single person. I'm not playing around with this thing. I want to really impact the world in a huge way, and I'm committed to that big time. Wow. All right. I want to thank you. Give a hug to your family for us right here at Forbes Factor and Forbes Riley. Thank you so very much, and we will continue to be in touch. You're a blessing. Thanks, Forbes. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. So hopefully you guys heard what I heard, a a level of sincerity, authenticity. That is – Part of what makes success in today's life, when you do a Facebook broadcaster on the radio, we no longer want to hear people who are plastic. We're willing to hear vulnerabilities. We're willing to hear people make mistakes. We don't need to know that you're perfect, but we do need to know that you care, that you're heartfelt, just the way he said that he answers his own social media. I do as well, which is getting more than overwhelming, um, but I like to see who's reaching out to me. I don't have this desire to turn over my social media, which the word social means it's you connecting to some third party somewhere. So you get this, this message that might sound like me, but I, I need to know, I need to know what my fans are thinking and feeling and what's touching them. I'm listening to, I'm reading my Facebook lives right now as they're coming in while I'm talking to you guys on the radio. I learned to multitask as a mama, but it is important that we touch people for real. Um, I believe as this world is getting more and more automated as you go to a checkout, you don't look at a checkout person. You have to check out yourself when you go to certain grocery stores, which I hate, by the way, because I don't work for those stores. Hello. But that we are losing this human connection. 
People talked about social media not being interactive. For me, because I'm so busy or I'm in an airport alone or hotel alone, I think social media allows me to connect way more with people than I ever have. And thank God for Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook because I get birthday wishes. I mean, come on, think about it. On your birthday, the only people who ever remembered your birthday in life were your mom and dad. And then you were lucky if you had six kids, they might have forgotten you, right? But now you get messages from people from high school who just for that split second actually remember you and say, hey, you know what, let me wish you a happy birthday. So I think that if you use this medium right, you're in fact more social. I People I care about, I see their family, I see their kids grow up. I would never do that in life. I never did it before the internet happened. And I think this is genius. I think with Facebook Live, I can see your face wherever you are. Now, for those of you listening, every Thursday night, I have an interactive Zoom coaching call. So talking about uh, this new technology, Zoom allows me to have little faces, everybody's face all over the world. We've got people in the Netherlands. It's like six o'clock in the morning over there uh, because I do this at night, Eastern time. I've got Hawaii, I've got Australia. I have a lot of people in Australia. We all get on a visual call and interact. We share experiences and stories. And so if you're listening to the radio, it's a little one-sided, but if you wanna jump on and then get some high-level coaching, either from myself or someone else who's jumped on this call, you want to change your life, you've got to reach out. You've got to mastermind. You've got to network. Your network is your net worth. Let me say that again. Your network is your net worth, who you know, who you can get in contact with, who they know. You'd be surprised the six degrees of separation means everything. You can reach out to me if you're, if you're one of my coaching clients and I like you and you've contributed. Man, my Rolodex is massive and so are the people that I know. So please go to www.permissiongranted.com productions with an s permission granted productions.com register for thursday night calls they're free okay why are they free because that is about community that is how you give back coming up right now i've got another amazing guest um a social oriented coach an intercultural strategist and she specializing in minimizing time to adapt maximum satisfaction what is today about today is totally success how you maximize it, and how you have the absolute best life possible. She's been featured, Sunday's been featured in the U.S. Uh, State Department and lots of magazines. Please welcome my next guest, Sunday Bean. Hi, Forbes. Thanks for having me and uh, sending you warm greetings from South Africa today. Is that where you are? I'm, right now I'm calling in from South Africa, yes. <laughs> it's uh, 9.30 at night here. That is spectacular. I love that you've taken the time to join. This is my favorite show. I've been doing this for almost 10 years now on Voice America, and I appreciate you taking the time. And my audience is going to love listening to you. Well, it's, I'm so happy to be here. I see that we have a lot of things in common in terms of really seeing um, the best in people before they see it themselves. Oh, actually, no one. I've never heard anyone put it that way. Yes. And that, by the way, that's sometimes a hindrance. It happens all the time when I hire assistants. I'll see their potential. I'll inspire them, and they'll leave me. <laughs> <laughs> right, so like your strength is suddenly a weakness. <laughs> yes, it is interesting. All right, so share with my audience a little bit about your background. Tell us who you are. Okay, well, I'm a solution-oriented coach and intercultural strategist, as you said, and what that really means is that I help people make transitions across cultures whether they're moving internationally or are working with a really diverse team. But I didn't grow up like that. I grew up in a small town in North Dakota. My father is a farmer, my mother a housewife, and I grew up in a very monocultural town, but I was always very hungry uh, to see the world. And I ended up following that hunger, um, studied abroad in Spain, backpacked in Southeast Asia, met my husband in Vietnam, moved to Switzerland, and got the life I was kind of thinking about when I was small, you know, living in a really international um, context. But I was not given the tools as a child because I grew up in a very monocultural environment. So I had to figure it out by myself. And I, I've lived abroad for um, 20 years uh, this September. And we didn't have Facebook then. We didn't have, you know, the social media that we have now. And it's a really raw experience to give up everything, you know, your language, everything you learn, the way you interact socially. And, and that drew me to um, learn more and to help people have uh, less challenging experiences, or at least 
you know, learn from the tough parts and make the, the good parts last longer. You know, it's funny. I grew up, I tell people as a very awkward, rather ugly little child with a broken nose and frizzy hair, whatever hindrances I had. And then my dad was in the hospital for three years as a teenager. And I learned about the world. And I never thought about it as monocultural because I grew up on Long Island in the 60s. But I learned through movies and television. And I saw places that I wanted to visit. I mean, everything from out of space, literally, to castles, to rich people, to Africa. To, you know, that was one of the places I couldn't wait to go. I lived in Nairobi uh, or in, in Kenya for a while because all of that was fascinating to me. Right, we've got a quick two minutes before my break, and then the whole last segment is yours. Um, what is one thing you tell people that they should do as Americans when they travel abroad? Um, they need to learn about culture and how their culture might be similar and different to the people that they meet. That's where I would start. So my dad, when I talk about monocultural, grew up in, in uh, New York, very, very small town oriented. I take my parents on a vacation in Mexico. And true story, I love him. He's not here for 18 years, so dad, don't get mad at me. But uh, we're down doing our passports and stuff. And he likes, he's like, what is this? It's like everything is in Spanish. I'm like, yeah, dad. It's <laughs> I swear to God, he just had no idea. So um, yes, I would say that when we're traveling, try not to be an ugly American. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really about um, being open to see how people do things differently and not judge it, not to think that it's better or worse, but just get really curious, like, oh, how do they do that? And, and why do they do that? And wait a minute, why do I do it the way I do? Right? I think that curiosity, if you lead with curiosity, you're going to learn so much more and have way more fun uh, if you don't. Well, I'm actually incredibly curious to explore you more. You're fascinating. Uh, people on Facebook Live are going nuts over just the small amount that you've had. Uh, we're going off to a break to talk to some of my amazing sponsors. When we come back, you'll be hearing more from Ms. Sunday Bean. Don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Listening to the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. 
or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Oh, yo, 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 everybody. Hey, um, I took my first trip abroad when I was 21 years old. I had this crazy thought. My parents had never left this country, and I knew I was going to be famous at 21. And I said to my mom, I bought Europe on $20 a day. And I said, Mom, here's my plan. You always have to have a plan that I'm going to see everything in this book. It was a rather thick book, and it was all the countries in Europe. And tear out the pages when I have just the cover, I'm coming home. And I did. It took me six months to, you know, I didn't live in each country. I just kind of touched them, but to travel and experience the world. My guest, Sunday Bean, is an expert with helping people cross-culturally understand. She now lives abroad, and uh, she's in South Africa, and she's calling us live. So welcome back to the show, Miss Sunday Bean. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And I love that we share a love for travel and seeing the world. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, every time, in fact, in my 20s, that's all I did. I actually worked for Club Med so I could travel the world. I wanted to be James Bond. I wanted to water ski and snow ski and, and drive motorcycles and jump out of airplanes. And I kind of did. Um, <laughs> and I guess my 15-year-old daughter has gotten this bug, Cindy, because what she tells me is when she's of age, she's, she's gone. It's like, Mom, I'm leaving. I'm like, where are you going? Everywhere. I'm going to see everything. <laughs> And I, and I think well, she got it from someone, didn't she? Well, you know what? I, it's, it is, to me, the most amazing. I love foods and people. And when you see that everyone doesn't live the way we live, you come to understand that sometimes it's better or worse. Uh, I'm a health fanatic. So when I go to certain countries and I see they can eat foods because they're not processed, uh, I, mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by everything everywhere I've ever been. I know. Isn't that, that's honestly what I think got me going when I was young. Just like, wow, there's so many ways to be on this planet. And I just wanted to find out why people are like that and um, experience it myself. It's really addicting. It absolutely is. Now, you've got a fascinating podcast called the Expat Happy Hour. Does that mean we get to drink everywhere around the world? (laughs) Well, I usually record them in the morning, so I try not to <laughs> to promote any of that while I'm recording it. I mean, the reason why I call it the expat happy hour is, you know, when you live across cultures or you're, you know, picking up your life every two to four years and trying to establish a new one across the world, you know, there are some challenges. You know, you miss home. You um, ha- have to say goodbye to friends that you get really close to. Your kids aren't happy with the move. You have to new, you know, learn new languages. That there are a lot of challenges. And my goal is really to help people make the most of wherever they're living abroad. Because if you're able to make the most of it, you're able to really get deeper in the culture, learn so much more about yourself, and discover this amazing planet. But if you are stuck or you're feeling like you're looking for a sense of purpose and meaning, you, you're you not out there doing that, right? So I, I try to look at the tough stuff, the stuff that people don't talk about, but give them really concrete strategies on how they can um, make their lives better right now and, and truly make the most of it. Because once we're able to do that, I think that we're capable of so much more, really deeper connection with our partner, um, more interesting projects in the, the countries and cultures you're experiencing, and, and my gosh, what a privilege it is to be able to live and see other places, right? Well, I think the fun thing you said you do your show in the morning, I got to tell you, it's next Pat happy hour. It's 5 o'clock p.m. somewhere in the world at all times. So you're always an excuse to drink. Hey, I actually have a problem with the word. I'm very word-oriented. I don't like expat. I think that is a horrible uh, yeah. word. It, it, it feels like you're dissing the country you came from. You're an expert. It's like, huh, why did that? I wonder how that evolved. As I, love a, as that. A, I love that you said that. So you are right in a sense that expat can be um, problematic, problematic and it's not without, without context. So expat, expatriate means you're living outside of your birth country. That's, that's really a classic definition of it. So expatria, expatriate, you're outside of your country. Um, what is, so that's the classic, um, dictionary definition. What I do encourage people to think about is, um, it, it is focused on leaving home and going away rather than going into another country. So that there, there are some, there's some historical stuff that I think, um, that make it problematic to be very practical. I tried to find the most, um, neutral word that, 
people can use and mean everybody, right? I don't want to say some people are expats, some people are migrants, some people are immigrants. No way. Everybody who is abroad is living outside of their home country. That's one reason I chose that. And the other reason is because um, people who are living this international lifestyle, a lot of people that, you know, in this context of, you know, rotational corporate assignments or governmental assignments, NGO assignments, people use the words themselves. So it's just mirroring the language of the people that I, I speak to often. Not everybody, but... Well, no, I was actually talking I, about it as your show. I think we need to call it pro-pats so that you're, you're still pro your country. And I also, the other word that I can't stand is abroad. I've always been abroad, but I'm bummed. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm living abroad. Well, so is Caitlyn Jenner. Um, no, I'm just, this is my personal sense of humor. Right. I know. I'm absolutely crazy. All right, so, so what's some advice? <laughs> Remember I told you sorry, it's happening you somewhere in the country. <laughs> but I, I do love to focus on, are you a mom to your kids? Oh my gosh, yes, I am a mom. I've got a six-year-old and an almost 10-year-old. And th- th- my kids are called third culture kids. So kids who are, you know, they're half American, half Swiss, because we're a binational family. And they've lived, you know, most of their life outside of uh, Switzerland and never in the U.S. So they're, they're kids who are growing up in a third culture that's not one of their parents' passport cultures. So that's an extra bonus as a mom. I get to navigate things like identity, like who am I, where am I from? Um, I remember one time I was coming home from the airport in Johannesburg, and um, I said, honey, we're going to be home in like 40 minutes. And he goes, which home? <laughs> and because, wow. you know, where is home? If, you know, we have a home that we live in South Africa, grandma and grandpa are in North Dakota, and, you know, Grossi and Grossi, the Swiss grandparents, are in, in Switzerland. So for them, this idea of home is a little bit more complicated. That's interesting. So as you're raising them, what do they want to be? Do they know? Oh, my, my first son wants to be a professional soccer player or a fisherman. And my younger son wants to be a traveler. Isn't that interesting, that bug? You know, it's funny because you just ignited my, my heart as I was thinking about what we're going to be doing over the summer. And I have this desire to take my kids back to Europe. We've taken them to China. I personally, have, you know, people, my twins are, my kids are twins. It was almost oh, be so hard. I'm like, no, no, no. I've traveled and taken either one or both of them everywhere I've gone. Because like you said, yeah. and I this, this imagery of the world is a unique place to travel. And every time I'm away somewhere, I'm like, this is amazing. And I, I don't actually want to come home. I feel comfortable wherever I am. My daughter, actually six years old, is still mad at me because we only got two thirds up to the Empire, to the uh, Eiffel Tower. And we were just talking mm-hmm. yesterday about France. And she said, mom, remember? You said we couldn't go to the very top because you're waiting for our, my brother. Well, we haven't gone back. And I'm like, isn't that funny? Because I don't know if she remembers what she had for dinner last night, but she remembers that moment. Mm-hmm. Right, right. She sounds it, hungry to see it all. You know what she is, and I don't blame her. So we have just a few minutes left on our broadcast today. It's been a wonderful show. You are delightful, and I understand why people feature you everywhere because your sensibility in the world helping us navigate literally our travels is so valuable. So thank you for that. And tell people how they can hear more and get involved in what you're doing. Well, I would love to hear from people directly. They can always find out more about me on my website at sundaybean.com. That's S-U-N-D-A-E-B-E. A-N, or my Facebook page, I am um, really interested in working with anybody who is struggling abroad who says, you know what, I am looking for my sense of purpose and meaning and I haven't found it yet, or I'm really just not making the most of my experience abroad, or I'm having a hard time leading this intercultural, international team. Raise your hand. Let's talk. Let's hop on the phone. I'd love that. I also work with organizations, and they can find out more about me under the organizations tab on my website. And uh, most importantly, just send me an email, sunday at sundaybean.com, and let's have a conversation because I love connecting with people all around the world. And I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been a coach for a decade. I have some, um, some tips and tricks that might be the thing that you're looking for to make your life just that much better. So let's connect. God, isn't it just so wonderful? All right, Sunday, I thank you very much. Any last uh, piece of advice for people who are traveling this summer? That seems to be the big thing. We travel all around. And one more thing that you can share with us. Okay, so if you're traveling, you have a very limited time abroad, I would encourage you to put your phone down, (laughs) look around, 
take a deep breath and just take in this new scene because once you slow down and notice the person walking down the street with that fresh bread or the child um, in the pram, you're going to be able to experience this space in a totally different way. So take it in. Yes, take your pictures, but don't forget to take a few moments to just be where you are. Oh, I love that you have been such a delightful guest. Big hug and my wishes that we can come visit you in South Africa very soon. Definitely. All kinds of fun safaris to go on here, Forbes. So let me know if you come around. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. Big hug and thank you very, very much all the way here from Tampa, Florida, St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay. Take care, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Bye, everyone. Thank you. All right. So I've got about a minute left on my broadcast. Just so you can remind it, Sunday spells her name S-U-N-D-A-E. And Bean, as in Navy Bean, go Navy. I don't know. But it just helps me remember I have to do that. So Sunday Bean, what a delight. What a very interesting mission. You know, one of the things that I like about that she is living her dream. She said, hey, I want to travel the world. And so then she made a job about encouraging others to travel the world. And, and just what great advice. One, don't be too prejudiced about what you see. You know, sometimes we look at another culture and we think, oh, America is better. Sometimes America is worse. Um, and it's okay to admit that as well. And then just to stop. And this is advice for everybody this summer. Take a moment, take a breath, put your phone down after you've taken your picture. I mean, I'm Facebooking live all over the place. And there's moments where my kids actually say, mom, can you just be with us? And I forget that that is probably one of the most important things to stop, take a breath, look around, go out, walk in nature, take your shoes off. And just remember that we live in an amazing planet and that we continue to mess this up and it breaks my heart. I just watched a whale die the other day because he swallowed 64 pounds of garbage, of plastic bags, of things that we throw away. This is the only planet that we get, as far as I can tell. Uh, Let's not screw it up. Let's not think that outside your car or your sphere of influence is a garbage can for cigarettes and cans and garbage. Let's try and leave the planet maybe a little better than we found it. Maybe go volunteer and clean up something or help somebody who needs you. Uh, As always, I give you permission to live your very best life ever. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. I'll see you guys again next week right here Wednesday, 3 p.m. Voice America and on iTunes Podcast. I'm Forbes Riley. Bye. Thank you for making The Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.